0: (laughs) so today's dharma talk is called the original pure mind to see the absence of thought the absence of thought is to have the six sense organs without stain. to see the absence of thought is to possess a knowledge inclined towards the buddha to see the absence of thought is to see things as they really are To see the absence of thought is the middle way in its ultimate sense. To see the absence of thought is to see merits as numerous as the sands of Ganges, fully present in this moment. To see the absence of thought is to master all the dharmas. To see the absence of thought is to embrace all the dharmas. So this is Zen Master Shen Hu. The sitting I talk about means not to give rise to thoughts. The sitting I talk about is not to give rise to thoughts. The meditation I'm talking about is to see the original nature, which is empty, clear, pure. Friends, all of you, each single one possesses the nature of a Buddha. Friends, listen attentively and consider carefully what I tell you. Let us, in short, examine what's meant by the original pure mind. When people tell you of awakening, don't conceptualize that you must have awakening. When you hear talk of nirvana or purity or shunyata or samadhi, don't ruminate or conceptualize that you must have all that. Just put it down. If you behave in this way, free from calculating, ruminating, conceptualizing, clinging, then you are tranquil and pure without first seeking tranquility and purity. When you put it all down, when we sat, you discovered tranquility and purity. The Nirvana Sutra says, to get rid of your passions is not Nirvana to look upon them as no matter of yours, that is nirvana. And he sort of gives a a little illustration. A seeker of the way resembles a bird hovering in the air. Just, you know, you ever see a bird? Just hovering in the air. And then he's gonna give us some meditation instructions pointing out instructions friends discontinue all pondering over what is virtuous and what is not you know what is good what is bad what is right what is wrong put all that down don't freeze your thoughts thus attaching yourself to a purpose put those down don't stare like don't try to burn a hole into into whatever's in front of you, trying to fix your attention for your thoughts, fixed by the direction of your eyes are then ta- attached to purpose. Don't do that. Don't purposely concentrate your mind. Don't And don't bring into focus of your attention far or near objects of meditation. Just open clarity, open and clear. Don't do any of that stuff. He says, all that is useless. The Vimalakirti Sutra says, awakening is not a meditative state because it is free from recollection. It's just open and free. This registers the fact that as it states in the Nirvana Sutra, one is by nature empty and therefore tranquil. We see that when we sit, when we put it all down just in even in that brief sitting that we just did. Tranquil and pure. Empty. So then the congregation decided to ask him questions about his mind. Does your mind distinguish between right and wrong? No. Is your mind attached to something somewhere? Does it return to that location and issue from it? No. Is your mind colored blue, yellow, red, or white? No. Is your mind attached to something somewhere? It is not. Since as your holiness has said, your mind is not attached to anything anywhere, do you know that it's not attached? I know. When we're in after we've sat and we put it all down there's still even though it's empty and clear there's still a knowingness so he says I know you say you know I know Zen Master Shen Hu he looked at his mind he saw his mind he didn't have to have anybody else tell him just look Your mind right now, empty, clear, tranquil. Nothing special. Then he goes on. Now let us penetrate to that state in which we are not attached. What do we get to know? Not being attached, we are tranquil and guileless. All of us can verify that. After we've sat, we put it all down. Is there any any greed, hatred, or delusion there? No. Is there any agitation there? No. We're just tranquil and guileless. This state underlying all motions and passions is called samadhi. It's called samadhi that empty tranquility free from all guile penetrating to this fundamental state we encounter a natural wisdom that is conscious of this original tranquility and guileless there's this knowingness of this emptiness and this tranquility it's not dead like dead space there's still a knowing the bright light of awareness knowing is there This knowing of this emptiness, this tranquility, this guilelessness, this wisdom is called prajna. The intimate relationship between samadhi and prajna is thus defined. Samadhi is the empty tranquility. Wisdom, prajna, is the knowing of this empty tranquility. The sutra says, in tranquility, arises intuition, this expresses the same. An unattached mind is impossible without consciousness of this fact. This consciousness is impossible without an unattached mind. You need to to see the mind free. And then once you see, you know. Who is conscious of his mind being attached needs no consciousness of other facts. That's all Shen Yu, that Master Shen Yu is just saying, that's all you need to know. What else do you need to know? You don't need to read any more books or do anything like this. All the insight and the wisdom and everything that your happiness, everything that you're looking for can be found from what we're doing. Discovering the tranquil, empty nature of mind, knowing that, and just resting. The Nirvana Sutra says, "When samadhi outweighs prajna, so when that tranquility outweighs mm-hmm. wisdom, this increases illusion." Right, we fall into delusion. Right, ignorance. When prajna outweighs samadhi. Right? We think we know, we knowing, knowing, right? This increases hearsay. When both are in balance, then the Buddha nature is clearly seen. When we put it all down, we can see it clearly. Empty, peaceful, still, but bright with knowingness. Now let us penetrate with our mind to that state in which we are not attached and ask, what have we got to know? Well, we know that our mind in its undisturbed state is empty and tranquil. Paul can say we've seen this now, yeah? (coughs) We've seen this now. He says, such an endeavor is useful The Lotus Sutra says the same. The vision of the Buddha is wide and large, profound and far-reaching. Our mind also is not restricted within limits. Like that of a Buddha, it is wide and large. Our mind is unlimited in application. Like that of the Buddha, it reaches every depth. Not if we keep feeding it knowledge. Rest in the innate still wisdom. The Prashna Paramita Sutra says, the Bodhisattvas, Mahasattvas, should keep their mind clean. They should not let it embrace alluring material things, good to see, to hear, to smell, to taste, to touch. Without being attached to anything, their mind should work. Don't attach. Don't cling. Flow. If you now penetrate to that state in which your mind is not attached and yet remain open to impressions and are thus conscious of the fact that your mind is not attached, then you have reached that state of original emptiness and tranquility. So the trick here is to see when the mind becomes attached by something, something tasty, something pretty, see when you get attached. And when you're not attached, this is that state of empty tranquility. From that state of emptiness and tranquility, there arises an inner knowledge through which the blue, yellow, red, white things of the world are well well distinguished. It's sort of like you ever see a crystal ball? You put red, turns red. Blue, turns blue. But the innate clarity of that crystal ball is always the same. This is prajna. Yet no desires arise from these, this is, yet no desires arise from these distinctions. That's samadhi. When you're at ease, without the attachments, everything just flowing. Get conscious of the fact that in the natural state your mind is tranquil and pure completely empty, then it is also unsupported and unattached unbiased like empty space reaching everywhere that is identical with the Buddha kaya of the Buddhas, Suchness. The ultimate inexpressible nature of things is the quality inherent in the absence of self-deception. When we're attached, when we cling, we reject, we do all these things. Shen Hu says he calls that self-deception because the true state is empty, clear, open, and aware. Because we understand this fact, we preach freedom from self-deception or attachments, don't attach. My master used to say that, don't attach, don't attach, right? Or he'd point to somebody would be going on, look, your mind is attached, put it down, put it down. One who looks at things free self-exception, free from attachments, though fully seeing, hearing, feeling and knowing is always empty. Sort of become disenchanted and tranquil. In one act, they practice sila, samadhi, and prajna simultaneously and fulfills the 10,000 conditions of virtue. If you wanna be a virtuous, you know, good human being, just put it down. Rest in the empty nature of mind. Then they possess the wisdom of the Buddha, which is wide and large, profound and far-reaching. What does profound and far-reaching mean? When one's own nature is clearly seen, then samadhi is profound and far-reaching. When one's nature is not seen, it is not profound and far-reaching. Use all your strength, my friends, so that you may attain salvation by sudden awakening. In in the Zen tradition, they talk about sudden awakening by seeing into the nature of mind. And experiencing for yourself that empty tranquility. When your eyes see a form, clearly distinguish every form. Yet no desire is evoked by these varying forms. When in the midst you remain unaffected, among them you attain salvation. To be in the midst of it, but to be unaffected, just flows. Then you have accomplished the samadhi of forms. Your life is this practice. To see when you're bearing down, becoming attached, projecting, getting worked up, right? Shenhui. He calls it the samadhi of form, to be at ease in every moment. When your ears hear a sound, when your nose smells a fragrance, when your tongue tastes something savory, when your body feels a touch, when your manas distinguish a dharma, so when your mind points out something. And yet no desire is evoked by these varying dharmas. When in their midst you remain unaffected, among them you attain salvation doesn't mean that you don't enjoy things but you're not attached and whipped about by them then you have accomplished the samadhi of dharmas when in this manner all organs distinguish well that is original prajna when no desire arises that is original samadhi what the sutra calls those mundane affairs with which the meditator is occupied while still dwelling in the super mundane sphere, those various motions in this world. And in the midst of these activities, you are not deceived. Then Samadhi and Prajna are both practiced, not one to the exclusion of the other. Samadhi is not apart from Prajna. Prajna is not apart from Samadhi. Just as to use a mundane simile, lamp and light cannot exist one to the exclusion of the other. As seen from the light side, a lamp represents the latent aspect of the lamp light unit. As seen from the lamp side, light represents the manifest acts aspect of this unit. Lamp and light are not two things. They cannot exist at different times. When there is, is light, there is also a lamp. When there is a lamp, there's also a light. The same applies to Samadhi and Prajna. For samadhi represents the latent aspect of prajna. And prajna, the manifest aspect of samadhi. So we have the still empty clarity and the wisdom shining the light. Right? Still empty clarity. It's the base of the lamp. The light. Prajna and samadhi are not two things. Whenever there is prajna, there is also samadhi. When there is also non-Prajna, whenever there is Samadhi, there's also non-Samadhi. Thus, they must be practiced together, not separate. You need to practice with the calm, and then the insight and wisdom is there. The knowingness is there. The last two sentences express what Villa McCurty demonstrated by his silence when he was asked about the meaning of entering the gate. Of, oh, yeah, he, Villa Akurthy was asked, you know, by all these bodhisattvas, you know, what's, you know, what's the pinnacle teaching of non-duality? And every, all the other bodhisattvas gave all these wordy answers and all this seemingly like wise stuff, right? And when they came around to Villa McCurty, He just sat silent. This is the true wisdom. My comment. To be free of self-deception is to be free of attachment. To be free of self-deception is to be free of attachment. Shen Hui's teacher was Hu Neng. Hu Neng, remember Hu Neng with the three knocks? Q. Neng taught Shen Hu of the inseparability of samadhi and prajna. Samadhi means a mind not attached, free, and still. Prajna is the knowing of this non-attached and still mind. Now, through pointing directly to mind, you've come to see and know for yourself this empty, clear, and still knowingness. You've come to know this. for another it is solely discovered after a good friend shows you your own mind all the masters of zen throughout all of time have merely held up this mind mirror so that we may too see our original face it is tranquil empty still knowingness we've all seen it now Shen Yu said to be free and effortless like a bird hovering in the air. Be like that in your life, like a bird hovering in the air. Very sensitive, right? Easily adjusts. My teacher said to me that we're like passengers and time is quickly passing us by. To be a passenger (laughs) is to be at ease just watching the world go by. If you wanna stop going around in circles and wasting your time, then nurture awareness. See into that nature of mind, which is tranquil, non-attached and knowing. You will see that this true mind has been with you since the very beginning. If you want true, authentic happiness, then nurture awareness. Awareness is the root of all that's good. Ignorance is just a mind lost in its own projections and for that moment forgetful of its true nature. This true nature is the same whether an ascension being or a sage. The only difference is that a sage moves easily with the way in harmony with circumstances, nurturing awareness in every moment, non-attached and free. My teacher said to me, moment to moment, awaken. Moment to moment, awaken. Simple, easy. Awaken to each moment. Free from grasping at appearances. Then you will be liberated and tranquility and wisdom will be yours no matter what appears. For you no longer attach to appearances. Be free from attachment. Like I said at the beginning, to be free of self-deception is to be free of attachment. Put it down. Guys wanna sit. Oh, here let me end this.